Akina, thank you for asking. How are you doing? I, I hear you're doing the, you know, I know you're doing the podcast in a really cool location today. Why don't you share with our listeners where you are today? Yes, I'm actually on the Spirit of Washington on the Potomac right now. I'm on a little cruise boat going around the Potomac River. I'm in Virginia this week, so that's always fun. So, yeah, this is my first time, but I'm loving it. I really am. It's really fun. So what? And, you know, this is cool and I'm about, yeah. yeah, this is the cool thing about what we do, right? Is that we get to do this from anywhere. And I know there's times where I said I was, you know, running a marathon and maybe camping out or doing this in Central Park or doing this from the beach. I know we we get to do this from all over the world. And I just want to kind of say it's one of the coolest things about being an entrepreneur is that freedom to really do what you love and help people no matter what you're doing. So. You know, we just wanted to share that. And thank you for your dedication and loving. You know, we love you guys so much, even when we're um, even when we're on the Potomac River or whatever river Kina's on. Um, we, you know, we still want to kind of reach out to you guys. Yes. And I can't wait to introduce our guest today. I mean, we're going to be talking about a great topic. And... Um, we're talking about um uh hold on just we're talking about facing our fears with or facing our fears and living in our purpose, everyone. So that is a wonderful topic. And we'll be talking to the president and founder of Inner Prosperity Academy. I would love to introduce to everyone Patricia Young. How are you doing, Patricia? Hi, Akina and Jessica. Nice to be with you here. It's an honor, really. Thank you for having me on. Very excited. It's an honor for us well, as well. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking tonight about one of our absolute favorite topics, living into your purpose. Um, Akeen and I are just so passionate about this. You know, I wanted to get right started into the kind of meat of tonight, you know, living into your purpose. Can you just give us a little bit of background about how you found this mission and why this is your passion? Sure, I'd love to share about that. Um, a, a little bit about my story is that I was a corporate employee for 20 years, and um, I was very unhappy, very unfulfilled. Um, so, you know, I, I was feeling that I was living on autopilot, like I was going through the motions, go, going by every day, but I was not really living. So um, I started getting these signals that something was not right um, to the point where I was, you know, I started getting sick easily. I was feeling anxious. I was getting panic attacks um, and somewhat even depressed um, because professionally I was very unhappy. Um, I knew deep in my heart that I was supposed to be doing something else, more meaningful, making a difference. But I, and I felt so out of alignment working in the corporate environment and it was really getting to affect my emotional and physical health. Um, so I, I had to start doing some um, searching, you know, some uh, introspection, some meditation. And, um, and you know, I, I went back to, I really had to think and go back to 
maybe 10 years ago or a little bit more, where I started my holistic and spiritual path. Um, that was back in 2002, where I learned meditation. Um, then I learned about Reiki, um, and then I did massage therapy as well. But I was always working for corporate jobs because I never believed that I could make a living doing what I loved, which was basically helping people. Because this is something that I had very clear since I was a kid, that I wanted, I wanted to do something to help people. Um, so I continued working in corporate jobs for a long time, not thinking. And then when I started getting these emotional and physical symptoms, um, I knew I had to do something about it because I could not really think about the, you know, having the thought of having to work for another 15 or 20 years until retirement was really, really making me ill. <laughs> so I started really digging deep and um, looking for choices. You know, what is it that I can do to start my own business, something that I'm going to be passionate about um, and that's going to keep me, you know, that's going to drive me, that's going to keep me motivated. And then quite at the same time, um, two friends of mine passed away to cancer um, two months apart um, from one another. And so besides that struggle that I was already having and that searching that I was already doing, when I when I saw what happened to my friends, really, that was one of the biggest catalysts for me to really think, you know, life is so short. And, um, and it was very painful for me to just think that I could be one of them. And, you know, knowing that you're leaving this world and thinking, what is it that I did with my life, you know, and, and I can't be really that I, I don't have the courage to really leave life on my terms and do something that's going to make a difference to leave a legacy and, and really feel that I have a fulfilling life, a meaningful life that I'm that I'm joyful and, and, and enthusiastic every day to wake up in the morning to do something that's going to make a difference in someone's life. So that's how my whole process started. And this is basically two years ago already. Wow, that's amazing because it was actually myself. It's almost two years ago, or it actually was two years ago. Um, it, just about a week ago, I had my two-year anniversary of me really deciding to change my life. And you know, it was really a very similar path. And for me, it's really been a journey. The, and even just leading up into the last few weeks just having some really big events that are playing a really big role into it. You know, for me, I was 20, um, I want to say I was 27 or 26. I guess I was 27 at the time. And I, you know, had got to this point where I just, you know, I feel like I'm born for something more than this. And, you know, externally, it looked like to everybody that I had everything together. I had a great job and it seemed like a great career, and I was living, you know, in New York City, and I was going out all the time and traveling to Europe. I just was not happy. I was not fulfilled, and I had not found my purpose. You know, for me, there's, I believe that we're all born for something, and we're all born to do something great, that God has a plan for all of our lives, and if we're not in touch with what that is, it doesn't matter what we have and what it looks like we've accomplished we're just not going to be happy because we're going to be in, out of harmony. We're not like in, in, you know, synchrony. It's not in harmony with what we're born to do. And so for me, it took a lot of soul searching and a lot for me. And like you said, it's that spiritual connection. I learned to meditate. I learned to pray. You know, I learned to be organized. I started to learn about the law of attraction, the idea that I can manifest anything I wanted in my life. 
And up until that point, I had just been going through the motions, and I had never even really thought about what I wanted. I had never really figured out what I wanted. I had never knew I could create my life by design. So if you're operating from that paradigm that you're just responsive to the moment, you're constantly just responding, you're really just coming from your ego place, right? Our ego is what is just responding to everything. And the difficulty with that is you're never going to achieve your purpose and figure out who you are, who you were born to be, you know, authentically who you are. And that's really, for me, what it came down to was just figuring out what my purpose is. And, you know, I shared bits and pieces of, you know, obviously of my of my journey of figuring that out. But it was so crucial for me in just achieving complete happiness. And, and you know, every day it's just part, it's a choice. It's like, you know, figuring out. You know, what was I born to do? What really, really excites you? Like, what, what makes you want to get up in the morning? You know, if you are creating a legacy, what is that legacy? You know, before the show, Patricia, you and I were talking, and I said, you know, I loved this topic because it's in our mission. You know, I have a mission statement for my life. It happens to be the same mission statement we have at Changing Minds Online. And we've shared with you before, if you're listening to our podcast, you know, if you're one of our regular listeners, you might know what our purpose is. You know, our purpose is that everyone is empowered and inspired in creating the life of their dream by finding and living into their purpose. I write that down every single day. Every day I've learned to get up and to plan my day out in advance. And I write down every day, you know, I am easily manifesting my purpose in the world. And I write down what it is. And then I write by and I write with intent of everything I'm going to do in that day. And I am deliberate about making sure every action I take is to further my purpose. And when I've done that, I've experienced this freedom and just this genuine, like, joy about what I'm doing and happiness. And just I do everything with love. And for me, that's really been such a transformation. I'm sure you've had a similar experience, Patricia. Yeah. um, And the thing, you know, we tend to, we are so conditioned since we're kids, right? Um, And we tend to... um, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of people, and this was my case, um, I always wanted to, when I was a kid, I, you know, and it was time after I graduated from high school, I wanted to go for psychology or journalism, but um, I was living in Venezuela back then in South America, and in order for me to do that, I needed to move to the capital of Venezuela, and my parents didn't really want me to go there and I guess they were protecting me whatever I mean I'm I know they were doing the best they could with the knowledge they had back then but I had to stay in my hometown and I had to you know I got a degree on bachelor's uh, bachelor's degree on business administration so it's like we've been conditioned and sometimes we're living by the shoot with shoot stories right shoots from our parents shoot from from our spouse shoots from our teachers shoots from society from culture and then from our culture and then we're not really living from an authentic place and I truly believe like you said before I truly believe that each person was put on this earth for a unique purpose it's and it it is as unique as a fingerprint and not following your purpose um, and not acknowledging your gifts and talents not only dishonors who you are and who you came here to be but also it's a disservice to those around you and the world in general and, and because being clear in your life purpose will help your will help you live your life to the fullest potential. And when you're not really following your passion, when you're when you're so disconnected, you're living on automatic without you know without meaning, fulfillment and excitement. Then what happens is that 
you feel that something is missing. You, you, you have these feelings of maybe depression and anxiety like I was feeling before. You get these symptoms, right? Because you're not being connected to your true self and your purpose. And having that clarity of what is a must for you, not living from your shoot stories, but living from what is a must for you, gives you power, gives, it gives you joy and freedom. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, especially for women, empowering women series women tend to really internalize stress and you know studies i've been reading some articles and studies are starting to indicate that there may be centers and like in a woman's body especially even like in our stomach and our heart where we're actually receiving emotions there's an entire emotional center so a lot of it's very common and i hear this all the time for people that we're coaching and my background is in psychology that if people aren't if you're not happy if you're not living into your purpose that you do feel that stress, and it does manifest physically. You know, oftentimes you'll hear of somebody finding their purpose after they've had an illness, you know, especially something like an autoimmune disease where your your body is creating something because it's not, you're not feeling well. And it's really, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not listening to your body, to your instincts, to your intuition, if you're not being true to who you are, you are going to wind up with some sort of physical symptoms. And I can speak in integrity when I say that, you know, and I've um, shared this before on the show and not, you know, that many times outright, but I was born with this nerve disorder and it's something I was born with. So it's not something necessarily that my body creates, but oftentimes when I'm not in harmony with what I want, when I'm not in in authenticity with what it is that my purpose is, I will have a flare up and I will start to have more and more symptoms. And that's something that happened with me recently, you know, I and I shared on the podcast um, when I, I moved to New Jersey and I was really excited about it. I wanted to be closer to my family. I wanted to move on. I wanted to really just close a chapter and open a new one. But I wound up in this job that I didn't really love. And I was just in disharmony all the time. I wasn't happy. I just, I didn't want to get up and, and go to this job. And eventually I wound up losing this job. And it was a matter of just the certifications not matching from New York and New Jersey but it was such a blessing because it forced me to go back to my purpose. And now it's only been a couple of weeks later. I just am so, I feel so much freer. But when I was doing that day in and day out, I wasn't feeling well. And it may not show up for you for something like for me. You know, I was getting up in the morning and I was having a hard time walking and going to the bathroom. You know, I would try to put my phone off and my hands would be numb and I couldn't turn off my phone and my alarm. Um, and it may not be that severe for you. It may be showing up as acid reflux. It might be showing up as a pain somewhere in your body. And it may be anxiety. Maybe you can't sleep at night. Maybe you just don't have the energy that you want or that you require to really do what you want, to play with your kids, to do a sport that you want to do. And if you're living in, if you're not living in harmony with who you are, it's going to show up somewhere. And it's costing you something. And I also love how you spoke about, you know, if you're not being authentic to what your purpose is, you're not serving anyone else. You know, a lot of times, and this is especially true for women, we want to make everyone happy. We want to please everyone. And I'm not a mother and I'm not in a relationship, but I know for, especially for, you know, people who are in that situation, and my background, again, is psychology, so I can, again, speak from experience, with, you know, with many people. If you want to please for someone. You want everyone to be happy. And oftentimes you give up your dreams you sacrifice your dreams. Patricia, you said you did it for your family, right? You sacrificed your dreams. Your dream was to be a psychologist or to be a journalist, and instead you did what your parents wanted you to do. Here's the thing. When we do things to please people, we do it because we love them. We do it because we care about them. 
but by compromising who we are, we're not actually serving the people we love and care about. We're not serving ourselves. So when we're not showing up as the best version of ourselves, we can't be the best for the world. And that's ultimately what we want, right? That's why we want to live into a purpose, not to be the best in the world, but to be the best for the world, especially for the people we care about. The only way to be the best version of yourself is when you're authentic to what your purpose is, when you're true to who you are, and you're living in that purpose. Would you agree? I totally agree. And um, going back a little bit to that, you know, about, you know, how we feel it in in our bodies and how, you know, it can really affect us. Um, I believe that, you know, there's an epidemic use of antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication in a way. And I think it's a band-aid in a way for um, the underlying issue of being disconnected from our one true self and one true, you know, the purpose. And I'm not saying here that at some point, sometimes some people really require medication, um, but some people, you know, I just think it's just that we suppress ourselves for who, you know, we, we're not being authentic. We're not being who we really are. We're not doing what we came here to do. And that has consequences. It makes us feel despair and hopelessness and, and it creates anxiety. And, and, and I can attest to this because I was there myself. I've seen clients that were there in the same place, in the same place as well. So, you know, our true self is filled with passion and creativity and purpose and really desires to be fully expressed. So, you know, we always have to ask ourselves, are we, are we, are our, our lives filled with aliveness and vibrancy and excitement? And that, you know, if the answer is no, then you really need to start digging deep and, and, and doing some introspection and some meditation um, and see the ways that you can actually start changing that. That is a great yeah, point, I mean, you know, because you were talking about uh, what you see in your clients. So can you tell us when you get to the point where you're ready to uh, talk about seeing the new you getting into your purpose, what are the first steps that you take when you're at that point? Well, first, you know, first you have to have the willingness. I guess um, the clients that I see, they have come to these place of, I cannot take this anymore. I need to do something about it. And um, I have created my own process. I have my, you know, after my, all my struggle and everything that I went through, I created my own process that is pretty much following um, what I did to, you know, come out of the shell <laughs> <laughs> and bloom. So, um, so basically, you know, we always have a consultation. I understand better what's going on. <clears throat> um, and then after that, I always customize the process. So it's, but basically, it's very, you know, even though I customize it for every client because they're different, um, there's a foundational piece, which is, you know, we always start by understanding your inner relationship. We always go to the roots of. How have you been conditioned? You need to really understand uh, what are your conditionings, and you really need to come from a place of self-love. Um, because believe it or not, take, you know, having the courage to really take action and and do something different to change your life, it really comes from a place of self-love. So we cultivate that. We work on that a lot. We work on confidence. We work on fears because a lot of fears get triggered when you're thinking about doing a transition like this. 
um, we actually work on reconnecting uh, yourself with what are your values? What are your real values? What are, you, what are your passions? You know, because again, we are so disconnected from ourselves with our daily lives. And, and if we're women, even more, if we have families, we have a job, we have the house, we have the husband, the kids, you name it, we have a lot on our plate. So we tend to go through life taking care of everybody else. And then we leave ourselves like, you know, the last one on the list. And we tend to be very disconnected. So it's, for me, it's very painful when I see clients that I ask them, so what are you passionate about? And they say, you know what, Patricia, I don't even know what I'm passionate about. That gives me a clue that they're very, very disconnected from their own center. So we work a lot. You know, we do a lot of tools. I have a lot of tools and techniques, and I help them reconnect with their passions and what are their gifts and talents. And then we create a little plan on how to go about from then on, from that exploration that we do together. Yeah, I love wow, that. that's you know. awesome. Yeah, because I was, I really like the part where you're touching on self-love because a lot of people are lacking that. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. something that always needs to be addressed because, you know, when you're not in your purpose and you're not loving yourself, then, you know, it kind of blocks you from your purpose. That's one of the steps. I mean, that's what happened to me. So mm-hmm. when you're dealing with the self-love piece, around what time do you – uh think that most people have their breakthrough with their self-love piece? Well, I, you know, I, we do, we cover the self-love piece very early in our sessions. So it would be usually between the session number one and, and three, they're already super getting it. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. And they, they start seeing themselves from a different place. So they, cause they need, if they, if they're going to do the exploration that we, they, you know, we need to do it together. Um, they, for me, this is part of my process. This is so basic. We cannot do anything else if we don't work on these first. Self-love, understanding your inner relationship, um, your conditionings. For me, that's the foundational piece of my um, process. Yeah, I love that. You know, for me in my journey, what I really discovered for myself is that when I – was not, you know, when I really chose my purpose, what I really was choosing was myself. You know, it was really about choosing that I was enough and that I mattered enough that I actually got to live the life of my dreams, that I got to create my purpose, that I, it was a privilege that I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to live into that. And, and, you know, I can do it. And ultimately it's really, like you said, it's really about self-worth. It's about choosing that you matter enough, that you're able to do it. And what I've found, you know, is that we, we really have everything we require already. You know, we really do. And for me, it was a matter of, you know, for me, I, I had lost my income. Well, now it's only two weeks later, and I've been able to actually replicate around 70% of my income. And I have skills, and I had ways of creating more income that I didn't even know. But they were already there. They were always there. And I was blind to them because I hadn't chosen myself yet. And now that I have, I know that I've had this new sense of power and this new sense of freedom. And, you know, for, for me, when fear is what's leading you and fear is what's guiding you and influencing your choices, you're not really free. But I'm a firm believer that fear is not real. Like, we're afraid of things that either have not happened yet or something where it's based upon something that's happened already that may or may not happen again. 
But the truth is that when we understand that and when we understand we're creating our fear, then we can create anything else. And when we choose ourselves and when we really choose that we matter and to operate from our purpose instead of operating from that place of fear, we do have the power to create anything. And that's when we're going to access that power that we have within us already to start to really create and live the life of our dreams. You know, I am now, for the first time in my life, like I can say, I feel so free. You know, I don't worry anymore about, and for me, it was really, it was about money. And I'm being authentic on this podcast because I know I'm not the only one. And you know what? I'm just going to come out and be real with you. And I'm not, and Akini and I, we never said we have everything figured out. You know, all I do is try to be a little bit better every day and share on this podcast what my journey's been like. You know, but for me, for a long time, I lived in fear of if I become a full-time entrepreneur, will I create the income that I really require to pay my bills, never mind the income that's required for the lifestyle that I dream about. And for me, when I realized, like, hey, you know what, just constantly living in fear of am I good enough or am I worthy enough, money is having power over me. Well, just like fear is not real, Money's not real. It's made up. It doesn't even exist. The, the truth is it's just energy. And if I choose to live in my purpose and I choose to be authentic with myself and I pull from that energy that I have inside of me, well, that energy is greater. And I call that energy God. But you can call it whatever you want. But for me, that that life force that's for me to create, that's bigger than any of my problems in the world. Yeah, that that is so true. That is so true. And yeah, fear is the common block for everybody pretty much to um make changes in their lives, right? Because we're facing the unknown. Um and uncertainty brings a lot of um overwhelm and anxiety. Um but really fear is the gateway to growth and expansion in our lives. And and Going back to um, what you were saying before about, you know, we were talking about self-love and worthiness. Um, we always have to think about these from a place of deserving. We deserve to live a fulfilled life. It's our birthright to have a joyful and meaningful life, a prosperous life. It's our birthright. Abundance is our birthright. But we have to claim it. We have the responsibility to take action and claim it. Nobody will do it for us. We are responsible for that because we are always creating in life, right? We are either creating by design or creating by default. So we're always making choices in life. We don't get to not create. So if we want to create something different, we have to take different risks. We have to do different things in order for us to get different results. And yes, fear is going to get triggered, but, you know, you build a little muscle there, right? You You get fear, well, you do it anyway, and then... What happens? Then you see that it's most likely it was not real. It was all in your head. It was all a movie that you were creating in your head. So you have that evidence. And then you take another big step. And then that's the only way that you're growing in life. You're learning in life. Right? Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Powerful. Yes, we definitely agree. But, you know, we're getting close to that time, Patricia, and I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And I would love to know the one thing you would like for the audience to take away today. I would say the same thing that I just said. Living a meaningful, joyful, and prosperous life is is our birthright. But it's our responsibility to claim it. 
So we have to really take inspired actions, even if it's baby steps, but keep moving forward, keep moving forward, build that little muscle that even, even though you feel the fear, you still take action anyway. That is awesome. And if you were uh, in love with what Patricia was saying today, please reach out to us on our podcast on changingmindsonline.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and, of course, Blog Talk Radio. Jessica, would do you have any closing words for us tonight? No, just Patricia, thank you so much for being on the call. You know, it was such a pleasure, and this is something we could just spend days and days talking about, but we do have to close, but um, thank you so much for being our guest. No, thank you so much to you, too, and it was a pleasure being on. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely, and, you know, we always end our calls in the same way. We tell our listeners, you know, we, we love you, we do this for you, and we're just so thankful that you allow us to really support you in your journey, and um, that's it. God bless. They get a really, really powerful week. We're going to be back with you guys on Sunday um, on our Sunday night inspirational call, and we're really excited about it. We have a great topic. Um, can't wait to tell you what it is on Sunday. Have a great week, everyone. Good night, everyone.